Welcome to Tanks Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, and I'm joined this week by Adam. Hey! And Lucy! Hey! We're all back for another week of drinking and video games. Just like to say, Adam, obviously for our, our video uh, viewers, your, your silent countdown in for the last three. Obviously, it's what you do, but um, video viewers will be like... Why is he holding his fingers up? What is going on? Well, I assume you would at least have the 5-4 for the video. Nope. No, you just going to have me going... Just, just straight you miming some yeah. fingers at people. They won't understand. Anyway, let's drink some beers. Lucy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely start with Lucy. <laughs> I need <it. laughs> What are you drinking first? I am drinking uh, a Magic Rock beer. Oh, oh, oh. Controversial. Yeah. It's called Road Goose. Oh. Road spelled okay. R O D E. Uh, oh. Goose spelled G O O S. It's a pomegranate and cherry fruited goose. Hmm. Don't know. Don't understand the name, but there you go. Um, uh, malts: Golden Promise, Wheat Malt, Munich Malt, and Acidulated Malt. Hops: T ninety, mm. EKG, and Enigma. Other ingredients, pomegranate, sweet cherry, sour cherry, and coriander. Uh, mm. Yeast is WLP029, German ale yeast. It's 6%. Yeah, okay. 330ml can. Nice. Hmm. Very. I did see that advertised like a week and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Before the Magic Rock news right, mm. came out. That they're being stocked in Tesco. Obviously, the only news that Magic Rock have had in the last sort of few, few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Adam, what are you drinking? I am having <laughs> the um, Amundsen's Brewery's Chuggernaut. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I like that beer. I'm the Chuggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, the flavor text is about the Devil's Peak, though. Um, okay. On a recent exploration trip to the southernmost tip of Africa, we met up with the like-minded guys at Devil's Peak Brewing and immediately decided to make a beer together. Chuggernaut is a reincarnation of both our flagship beers molded into a single beer. So chuggable, it'll blow your mind with a total hop overload, tropical, juicy, and hazy. Chuggernaut pairs best with sun, shades, and lazy days. Brewed in, col- brewed in collaboration with Devil's Peak Brewing, which I'm actually surprised with a, co- a collab that it's like all the branding is the Emerson, and then it's just there that they mentioned Devil's Peak is really? the collab. Yeah. And oh, their logo's the not board. on there, and no, that's why I didn't realize it was I because I you know didn't actually read all of the words because that that takes effort. I mean, yeah, when 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 do you actually do that in the bottle shop? Um, Good, good. Get that poured. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think I'm going to start with um, 
the non-double dry hopped IPA. Three beers I have this week, so mm. I'm going to start, I think, with Umbard Brewery's Mixed Berry Gelato Pale. Jesus, that's a lot of words. It is a lot of words. Um, this is one of Umbard's beers that you can find in Tesco. So all my beers this week are Tesco Locally beers. sourced. Um, yes, local, <laughs> from my local Tesco. Um, yeah, I've tried a few beers from that have come out in the new range from Tesco. haven't been impressed. I think maybe these three are going to be the best ones. Uh, there wasn't any Magic Rock there. There wasn't a lot, actually, in my Tesco. There's maybe only about half the range that has been sort of advertised. Um, but we'll see. I do have a little bit of flavour text. Uh, a creamy, dreamy pale ale with strawberries, blackberries, blueberries and raspberries. Uh, the malts are pale ale, flaked oats, flaked wheat and carapils. The yeast is New England. The hops are just Columbus. It has got lactose, yeast, barley, oats, water, hops, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries and blueberries. No rules brewing from the heart of Sussex. Umbar Brewery started in a tiny kitchen and now brews big beers with massive flavours to be enjoyed with friends, food and good company. So that's just that thing. Is there anything on here now about where it's brewed? Brewed at Hopstuff Brewery. Ooh, Hop so this one in. was brewed at Hopstuff. So one of the beers I had was a collaboration between Hopstuff and Umbar. Mm. And I just didn't, just didn't do it for me. Just too little, too weak. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't big enough. Um, just... Just couldn't get on with it, really. Um, so I'm going to pour this. I don't think I told you what it was uh, percentage-wise. It is. Da, 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 da. I have no idea. Six percent. There we go. Lucy. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot to say my Back uh, to you. percent. Oh, percentage at all. Four seven. Okay. Oh. I guess I could have waited until I was t speaking about my beer. <laughs> yes. I, just, I just panicked. <laughs> it was like, oh, I forgot a thing. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, yeah, he's got a six, I've got a six. What does the deal have? And I was like, oh, it's because he didn't read it out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you're just not listening again, Lucy, but no. no you're fine. No, you're fine, Lucy. Yeah. You're fine. What, what's, what's your beer like? What's the magic rock like? Uh, it's very red. Very, very red. Um, probably, oh, yeah, it's coming up on camera a bit. Yeah, it's um, deep red, just like a cherry. Um uh, taste and flavour wise you're very much getting a lot of cherry in it mm. and even though it's only 6% six, 6 it feels quite boozy um, okay. it feels like slightly warming, I don't know, I can't really taste the coriander to be honest but um, I don't know if that's contributing to that but yeah it's um, it, it's got a little bit of spiciness to it almost a um, bit of warming uh, yeah. as you drink it so you can definitely taste the alcohol. Uh, I don't know if like the fruits are contributing to that. It's not overly sweet, which is good, but it's not overly sour either. So it it feels like it's a bit pared back in its like tartness. I was expecting, ooh, it's going to be like sour cherry. It's going to be like you know blow your socks off with sourness, but mm. it's quite restrained. And okay, I don't know. It's as a, if you want like you know. A, a sour, it's like a warm day or something. You just want something to take the edge off, and you got like a nice, you know, even harsh sour. This isn't it. This this feels very like almost introductory to like sours. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. So we're already in spring to start hmm. with. So you may you may think of something a little bit lighter. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. Don't get me wrong, hmm. but maybe it's all that fruit packed in that's just. Taken all that sourness away, possibly. Right. But yeah, it's it. 
Hmm. It, it tastes more like a like a juice than like a, a tart sour. Okay. That's the same. Not complaining. It's, it's quite nice because you're getting a lot of that cherry and. Mm. Well, it's got pomegranate in as well. Sweet cherry and sour cherry. So maybe it's the sweet cherry that's coming out more than the sour cherry. But mm. um, yeah, it's uh, it's going down quickly. So mm, I like nice. it. <laughs> Excellent. Adol, how's yours? Um, it is yellow. <laughs> yep. It is. Yeah, quite hazy. It's got. It's like big um, bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw on YouTube um, earlier in the past week the first um, appearance of Big Bird uh, on Sesame Street, and oh. he was kind of an imbecile. Like he was really like he was. A, thick. a Big Bird's a dick. He's awful. No, He's no, so no. condescending. Right, I but the, the first ap- appearance of him, he was dumb. Mm. He was really slow. He was oh, like, so he wasn't as... condescending children. He was actually um, yeah, he the was inverse. Like, yeah, so at some point they flipped it. Right. I thought that was very strange. Yeah, he's um, condescending. What do you mean you don't know how to count? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how to spell? <laughs> it's five, you dummy! Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yes, there is an invisible fucking mammoth beside me. Shut up! Yeah. Ah. Oh, you can't see the mammoth? What are you, an idiot? It's right there. Snuffleupagus, that's his name. <laughs> what? It's like the word. Um, We're going to watch Sesame Street, he's condescending. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't believe me. How's the Big Bird beer? Uh, Big Bird beer is not <laughs> condescending. It's, uh, it's a lovely uh, Northeast IPA. Um, it's... Got a little tang at the end, which I appreciate. Um, mm. It's quite... Both the taste and the, just the carbonation make, makes it feel very effervescent. Like it sort of bubbles mm. in your mouth and it also the taste opens up sort of in line with that. Mm. Um, it's got a lot going on. A lot of interesting hops. Um, like uh, flavors. It doesn't leave you very bitter, but I'm sort of grasping at like... And he's, there's no central theme right now. There's just a bunch of interesting tastes, and I'm just sort of yeah. enjoying them. Um, it's a bit of um, almost like a toffee, biscuity, malt undertone, which I, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not too citrusy. It's not super tropically fruit. It's um, got a the nose has a bit of pine to it. And that's carried mm. through a little mm. in the taste, but again, that's just one of the small notes I'm picking up on. So I'm not yeah. sure why I just can't quite pin down what the main flavor is, but it's it's really quite an interesting beer. I quite like it a lot. Nice. Yeah, okay. I um, really like their beers. Uh, I went mm. to a, I think I've been to like two tap takeovers from them this year. One was like last Saturday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had like these are some of the nicest stouts around. They had like a pecan pie like stout, which was amazing, and thunder juice that I had as well um, on Saturday. That's really That's a nice. Good beer, I, isn't yeah, um, but yeah, like I've never had a bad beer from them. Mm. They're all good. Um, yeah, this is a really excellent beer, and it doesn't dry you out. But again, it has a little bit of tartness at the end that sort of invites maybe an offset by another sip right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, rated that Chuggernaut a 4 on Untapped out of 5, so mm. clearly liked it. Yeah. Right, so I'm not surprised that you said that you like the stouts there, because again, on a New England IPA, it's, um, 
having that very distinct sort of multi-note undertone mm-hmm. suggests yeah. that they know what they're doing lot-wise, and obviously that's going to come out more mm-hmm. in the stouts. Absolutely. Yeah. De- definitely re- recommend them if you can get your hands on them. Lovely. Yeah, I, I, I've seen them in the bottle shop, uh, in Bottles and Books, uh, a few times. They're not always mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Uh, mm. So I think they're, you know, they are maybe a little bit more expensive than some other yes, breweries, they are. but they're being imported Agreed. from Norway. Norway. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I mean, never has never put me off before, and I've had a couple of beers from them. Um, they also do different sized cans as well. Um, I've seen lots of kind of yeah. Uh, of, I've seen a few collabs as well uh, from I their beers in there. I think they only so. started doing four forties recently. Because okay. they all used to be in three yeah. thirties, mm. so yeah, they've obviously sized up a bit. Yeah, mm. seems to be the way everyone's going. Um, so my unbar—that's in a four forty mil can too. Uh, it's 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 an odd, odd beer. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of the berries on the nose, so mm. really I'm kind of I, I think pushing through the most is kind of like the strawberries, the raspberries, really. But it is just a mix of kind of of berries, just a waft of fruit that you're kind of getting off of mm. the nose. Feels very, very light, though. It's not like a big in-your-face mm. kind of flavour. It's just a, it is a lighter, more delicate kind of nose to it. And then you're getting all of those in the flavour. But there is this... So I don't know whether it's like an acridity to it, but there's this slight kind of sour note creeping in towards the end that is trying to maybe be a little bit bitter, but doesn't quite reach that height. Mm. Um, there's just something trying, 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 trying to push through. And what did they say? It was a gelato pale. Um, there was lactose in there as well, and it is. It has got that like slightly creamier mouthfeel to mm. it as well it's a little bit viscous it's thin but it's a little bit viscous uh for those of you who can't look it's very kind of it's not quite red it's not quite orange it's not quite pink it's somewhere in the middle of those and it's a mm. little translucent not 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 too much i can see my fingers through it on the you can probably see my thumb just yeah, just, yeah. Barely. just through it yeah, so it looks like yeah, it's a weird colour, isn't it? Blood orange. It looks, I mean, a little bit, but it looks, uh, you know, it reminds me of something like a kettle sour in terms mm. of its colour. A little yeah, bit. It's quite, it's quite, um, quite fizzy as well. It's got a little bit of carbonation kick to it, which obviously you instantly get mm. as you drink it, and that that carbonation kind of stays around and pops in the mouth a little bit, which maybe is pulling out some more of those. Um, berry flavours slightly but I don't know whether it's just the mix of you know all of those berries together it's just giving me a slightly acridic kind of flavour towards mm. the end which mm. isn't it's not pleasant like I like the start I really like the berries that hit you that little bit of carbonation but it kind of peters out a little bit into something that I'm not that mm. keen on mm. uh, I think maybe some people would be um, it's, it's just towing the line between not quite sure whether it's got a little bit of sourness to it not quite sure whether it wants to have a bit more bitterness to it I think it's just trying to do too many things too much but maybe it's just not trying to do it might not be trying to do too many things it just might not be quite achieving what it wanted to do which is what exactly what is it called again gelato mixed yeah mixed berry gelato pale so yeah 
I mean, <laughs> so I guess it's just trying to do berries with a certain texture. Yeah, and maybe yeah, a and I, can, like, I, can I can see that it's strawberry milkshake IPA or something. Yeah. Like that. I mean, almost. It's a lot thinner than I would expect. Mm. Like a milkshake IPA, it's, it's, a, it's a pale gelato. Uh, tends to be um, you know thinner than ice cream mm. as well. So I can see why it's not like a milkshake or an ice cream pale. It's gelato sort of pale, right? Because it's got that thinness to it. I'd, I'd hazard. I, I mean, it doesn't say that it's in there, but you know when you have a beer that's got like hop oil or uh, orange oil, another kind of oil that's in there, mm-hmm. it just gives it that like that slight slickness to it. This is edging on that as well. Oh, okay, Almost, yeah. you know, yeah, if I, I hadn't know. read the things, I could have, I could imagine that there was some kind of oil in this as well to give it that very, very smooth, very slick mouthfeel, yeah. along with that slight, right. very, very slight thickness to it. So, um, I mean, hopefully, it will grow on me a little bit more, and that that mm. ending flavour will kind of turn into what it's trying to. Be perhaps. Um, yeah, I figured out what the the taste I was hard struggling to mm. pin down was. It's the it's like the generic fruitiness that you get on like a tin of fruit salad, like a oh, Monte, like, like artificial no, like sweetness. Well, not or? quite artificial, but just like that blend of flavors. So I think it's like it's, an amalgamation of different. Yeah, so I think, um, but but the base of that is exactly what I when I when I hinted that I realized, oh yeah, the base of those are is melon usually. Mm. Yes, and that's mm. the, and that's the undertone that's going on. It's just this a very generic melon, and then the uh, bursts of the little bits of other fruits. So in that yeah. sense, I, well, I don't want it, it to seem like it's as dull as that fruit salad tin thing, but it, that's sort of the family of flavors. But obviously, they're they're okay. coming out a lot stronger and less muddied and processed as the thing I'm referring <laughs> to. <laughs> um, but the, it's it's definitely this this melony like mm. fruit this sort of. Generic yeah, melony yeah. fruitness that that that's the main taste. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So there are first beers for this evening. Let's move on to uh, a topic this week. Um, and I wanted to kind of just return to um, to a topic we covered a few weeks ago, which was the Division Two. We said we were going to kind of talk about it a little bit more, and we tried to in that first episode that we discussed it be yeah. a little bit more positive, perhaps. Um, and I've been playing it quite a lot, so I'm you know more of a way sort of through it, I think, than, than you are. I don't think yeah. you've picked it up a huge amount, have you, since we sort of uh, we no. played it kind of in that first week? I think what happened was I realized I was going to Canada for 20 days, and so I would be mm. behind anyways. And so the like the like draw to like keep up with the Joneses, where you and Adam and Meta are the Joneses, um, <laughs> um, wasn't there because I mean, I'm just going to be outpaced. And so I yeah. just sort of... And then also, I've been not. I've been doing more social than um, I was before, and so I've had more nights out. So that means last night's in playing games. <laughs> hey, you can be social in games and out of games. Yeah, yeah. I just, mm. I just, ha- my balance of life may meant that there were less <laughs> nights that I was playing games. Fewer. You're nights. being a beautiful, bu- beautiful social butterfly. Spreading around butterfly. all over the place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm finding that. I know one of the com- uh, one of the criticisms was maybe that the story wasn't very strong. Um, you know, when when we talked about it last time, you mentioned Adol that a lot of the things that you'd seen is people are focusing a little bit more on the kind of like the gameplay, the loot kind yeah. of thing, and just narrative and story is basically just being left to the side, and and it kind of kind of doesn't really seem to be going anywhere. 
but trying it does it does seem to be trying to tell you something and trying to say something but the idea that the you know that the people have come out from Ubisoft and said oh it's not a political game just strips that story of its power completely i mean mm. it's obviously uh, so a i'm political. going through it thinking well it's not a political game you know why why it's do i give undermining their right yeah, 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 yeah completely yeah. completely yeah. and i've definitely got to that point of like well why do i care really you know whereas if they'd have embraced it a little bit more you're yeah. talking about a story where you have gangs roaming the streets of you know the capital of america trying to fight for power to be like top dog it is it is that post-apocalyptic kind of setting of someone trying to take over that power grab there's there's space there for it and then the government or the vestiges of the previous government sending in agents to try and quell essentially like a civil war really yeah uh, and an uprising of people trying to take the power i mean that's a huge story I mean, that's it's, that's massive it's hugely political well, no, but fu- it's just go on sorry i just say, but it's just so like as i'm going through it now just don't care it's pretty anemic in its presentation i mean i i, I mocked the opening intro video because it's yeah. pretty cheese ball but fuck, at least mm. that had some balls and was saying, look yeah, at what happened. Be. Did you like, have a gun? Did your neighbors have a gun? Have a gun, yeah. <laughs> Did your neighbors' neighbors have Someone, a gun? We like guns. Someone had a gun. <laughs> yeah, and they survived. Then the, the gangs fought over the, the veterinarians because they all wanted pets, but who would have the healthiest <laughs> pets? Um, yeah, and but it's just, yeah, it's... It's one it's, thing. If, it's typical French, isn't it? <laughs> like just not going one way or the other. It's like, like the French love a good revolution. I mean, it's the same yeah thing when it that... involves themselves. Yeah, <laughs> then they'll strike all day. It's commenting on anything else outside of France. And but it's oh, the same thing they did know, with laissez faire. Like yeah, we oui, not. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> it's the same it's thing they did with. Uh... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I with love Far the Cry Five. <laughs> Far Cry Five, yeah. Yeah, they. they it was mm. clearly. It's obvious that the initial idea was to comment on the current goings on in America over yeah. the past few years, and then they're like, "No, it's not really a political game, and it's because there's a drug that they're bad. Pe- the bad people are bad, or so I can't remember what that cop out was, but like they they just neutered their game at the, on the last mile, and it's like." Mm. They're trying to have their cake and eat it yeah, too. Yeah, just like, oh. but like, <laughs> it's like, well, the gameplay clearly shows that, like, if you wanted that political game, the gameplay you could read the gameplay that way. But I don't. Yeah, completely. I, yeah, it's but Tom they want Clancy's the writing. The division, right? Sorry. Yes. Well, all of his books were political. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you going to have a completely. Tom Clancy game and say it's not political? Well, because it's not actually Tom Clancy. It's Tom Clancy TM. Obviously, but when you have like Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah. It, they, I mean... they, they just think that they if they don't want to, <laughs> I think it's they don't want um, their shareholders to be worried by controversy, and they don't want people like GamerGate assholes to. Oh, obviously, yeah. But it's just like, look, don't make this game then. Either have the balls to make oh. it right, or don't make it. Yeah, I mean, they could have. They could have set the. You know, really, they could have set the division to ten thousand years in the future. 
and been like, well, humanity kind of survived a little bit, and actually we then all set off into space. Yeah. And now it's the same game, but in space. Yeah. You know, but, or you not know. even bother doing that. Like, don't even bother making the division in the setting that it was. Like, you could make the game that you've got in a completely different setting and not have to worry about those kind of like those real world implications. But that's what uh, they wanted to. Like, clearly, the creative direction at some point wanted to do this thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm. completely. But you, I mean, just just fucking let them and let them do it to the full extent that they want to be able to do it without having to worry about fucking some PR child no. sitting yeah. around going. Because look, I mean, you have Wolfenstein, and people are complaining about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you know, brilliant machine games didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And did, did it yeah. affect their bottom line? Well, of course, it's political because Nazis were bad, and yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, they you just can't do it. that in the day and they, age. They nowadays. fully, fully embraced mm. it though. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 um, the new Wolfenstein game, um, Young uh, what's Blood? that called? Young Blood. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That, so that comes out at some point this July. year. Soon. Ooh. And I fully yeah. expect that in the lead up to oh, I've uh, to seen have that. more marketing <laughs> uh, pushing pushing that way. Um, so I've already just seen like them. just just the starts of it. It's like you know because you play as BJ's twin daughters, and everyone's like, "Oh, yes. you put women in games!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I mean I did two women at that. <laughs> I appreciated that on the. Oh no, it wasn't the case. I thought it was the case with the randomizer on the division beta. Like you just couldn't change your your person. You just got what you got. Yeah. Um. And I for, I thought that you just got whatever gender you got, but you could actually change it. But I kind of wish yeah. more games would just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Overdid it. You know, create create. A, I think something with the division is a little bit more. Uh, was it? Um, Oberdin. Oh, there was a game. Um, Oberdin. No. The is it the forest? Or maybe thing? not the forest. There is a or like seven days to die. There's like this slightly online or rust. Yes. Rust. Yeah. Rust. Mm. rust. That yeah, I forced think it is, uh, yeah. forced the gender on people, uh, and that was either male or female. And I think a lot of boy little little boys got Irks. very upset that either, you know, either way really, that either they couldn't have this naked woman walking around with giant tits, or that they couldn't <laughs> have this little little willy dangling around. Yeah. Like I don't know, fucking, they've got fucking problems. But yeah, they do. Anyway. It's like I was just reading something like this one game that's based on like a comic book and the protagonist is a woman and yeah. the game version of it on Steam I was just, just reading the you know community discussions which you should never do unless you're just you know looking for <laughs> yeah, generally don't useful do info that on Steam. Um, but yeah they were like oh Carmenite players a man in this game it's like the comics there's a woman protagonist in the comics <laughs> oh my god really it's a narrative adventure and it's like no. So yeah, the the dev lot. Uh, I want to raid tombs as Barry Croft. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, eh? I want to do everything as Barry Croft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be fair, that, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just like as we're saying, like I think Ubisoft. I don't know, not massive necessarily who developed the game, but. Ubisoft needed needed some bigger balls, really. Yeah, to, to use is it a massive? fucking. Yeah, it's massive. The developer. Yeah, I think there's a few other people in there as oh, well. Oh yeah, there's about like six hundred other. Studios. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they would have done lots of stuff. Uh, 
but I just I just don't think they just by not embracing it it has it has stopped a little bit of the enjoyment for me because again That's I would have shame. enjoyed the story and hmm. I'm enjoying the gameplay I'm enjoying what's going on so I'm still playing it through I just don't give a shit anymore really uh, <sighs> I know something kind of happens towards the end of the game when you hit like end game mm. that this um, it's not really a fucking spoiler for the Division 2 is it because there's fucking no story anyway so the uh, wait um, hold on It's you're, are you going to spoil <laughs> one of the few moments of story is that, is that your move? Uh, I've not got to it. I've not got okay, to it yet. Yeah. So, something happens, which again, is a massive political statement. They kill Trump. <laughs> Just guessing. There is, there his is name a, is Trump. Uh, there's, there's, no, there's no Trump. There's no Donald Trump. But there is. <laughs> uh, there is a mission we have to save the president. Uh, which one? Oh, I thought he was dead. He's or a, you mean he's the a, current uh, president? I don't know. He's just not. A, he's not a real president. Kim Jong Un, fictional American <laughs> president number two. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, it just, it's just annoyed me that I'm enjoying this game, and it could have, you know, it, it's not going to be a game of the year contender because it's got so many fucking issues with textures and bugs yeah. and oh, stuff like that. It's just not not polished. It works. It, it works. Oh, okay. yeah. It's brilliant that it works, but it's there's just, just a Ubisoft lot of little. Jank. Yeah. yeah, completely <laughs> yeah. just chipping away at that. But that, I mean, say it's around about like, uh, I hate numbers, but it's around about an eight and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah, something yeah, like that for me because I'm enjoying mm. the game. But that lack of interesting or at least compelling narrative. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot to do with the messaging that before the game came out. It's just dropped it down to like Where's closer it? to a seven, maybe even a little mm, bit lower than that. So it's kind mm. of... Yeah. So it's going to be like it, the Division One. People play it and they enjoy it and they enjoy yeah. that gameplay loop and they stick with it for you know potentially like six but, months to the year, but it it just won't be considered. Is, I, I mean, no. I, oh, I think so, yeah, I think it's worse than the Division One narrative wise. So like, I ended up playing a bunch of the Division One on PC by myself because I liked the world and exploring and like yeah. The I, I mentioned this briefly last time we talked about it, but like getting the cell phone. Um, Picking up the cell phones and hearing the data extracts mm. of different moments mid riots, mid initial. Some of them were like right when the Green Death or whatever happened, and some of it was like in the martial law afterwards. Mm-hmm. And there were different people, different um, positions in life, different professions, all like just regular people's mm. reactions, and some um, some cop stuff, some government stuff. And it was a really nice way of painting out the world and what what yeah, the world looked maybe. like. And here. It, I pick up these things and I immediately tune out. And it's not just because the messaging claimed it wasn't political. It's it's just not gripping. Like these these are just like generic yeah. audio segment number four. And it's like this isn't yeah. helping me understand what the world was like. I don't. And also, yeah, the missions and stuff. None of that makes me want to know more about the world. Like something narratively just isn't working. Such that just, yeah. when I'm I no like find... the gameplay, I don't have anything else to do in, with the game. Yeah. I, I just find like audio logs are just a not great way to tell a story anyway for me. Um, I think the only game that I could probably say did it well for me was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, but that was probably after like fifty percent of the game was done. It was like, oh Christ, there's narrative things happening that's interesting. So like, well, so what what I liked I about those was they weren't telling the story of the game; they were like just 
giving you a picture of what the world was like at different points yeah. before Some context, the game. Yeah. So it really helped with world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, same with those echo things. Um, sometimes they were like, here's an echo, and you instead, like, little hologram shows up from your watch, and it's like stills hmm. of, like, people rioting or something. And now the you know, a couple echoes I've seen are just like, weird conversations about people shady people about the government or something and i'm like okay that's not world building that's you trying to push this weird narrative that is going nowhere like they they, they've sort of lost track of what those collectibles were doing which wasn't pushing this Mm. Mm storyline and it also feels like they because they want this to stick around for as long as possible they're purposely not giving you any movement in story they're making it like static so that yeah yeah you don't feel finished but that's the mm-hmm. worst way to approach these things yeah <laughs> it's a shame it, it, yeah. division seems like a comfort food like it's not oh, the it, best oh, very much, dish you've ever had much. but it's yeah yeah i mean for me as well I, I am enjoying the the gunplay um i'm enjoying the like the loot uh, aspects of it and constantly kind of upgrading gear and things like that um you know it gives me a few things that i don't get from like other games if if you know like metro exodus had a, a, a nice narrative that i enjoyed a nice narrative but it had a narrative that i liked uh, that i could get into that i was invested yeah. in uh it gave you some kind of like little upgrades and things like that it, you know didn't delve into that too much um i think there's a very good middle ground between like the division and metro which yeah. kind of gives you everything it's probably borderlands 2 uh, mm. so that game was fucking fantastic and now borderlands 3 is coming out so everyone's happy right i've never played Wait. borderlands with someone else my revive oh. oh i don't want to yeah, i was going to say yeah. <laughs> uh, i knew that <laughs> it just it, it just didn't grasp me and, and a lot of respect for that Mm, not my kind. That's of fair. Game. I did play it. Um, I didn't play it with people online. I played it co-op, mm, couch co-op with someone. It, yeah. um, so that you know, not all of the game. I think we played a few yeah. hours, and then I played the rest of the game by myself. I uh, rented. I want to say I rented Borderlands Two. Okay, I got a thing with my it... Vita. <laughs> God damn, that's notion. not a best way to play, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't even wow. bother installing it, I don't think. It was like, Game of the Year edition. Good Re- choice. Redeem code. Oh, I guess I could have sold that online or something. Well, now what? <laughs> I'm never installing this thing. Yeah. The problem <laughs> is, is when I uh, used to rent games, I used to get like this deal with Blockbuster where you could rent two games for like yeah. a week and just pay like five quid for it. Maybe get a nice. bag of popcorn in thrown in as well. Mm. But um, yeah, it was always a case where it's like, I played through one game. And I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. And then just put in the other game, was like, this is nowhere near as good. And I was just like, nah, <laughs> broke to the side. Even though it's, you know, still a decent game, like, I think Deus Ex, not, not the Mankind Divide, Human Evo- Revolution? Yeah. Revolution. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is awful. It's not bad. I don't like first-person stealth anyway, so I was never going to like that game. It's the same with Dishonored. It's like I played it after like Batman Arkham City and stuff yeah. like that, and it's like it's never going to compare and Bioshock Infinite. It's like yeah, it's not yeah. going to be as good. That's fair. That's mm. a fair. Should we move on? No. Mm. <laughs> At all. Have you got anything else to say about the Division Two whilst we're still hovering around it? 
Um, mm. I because have... this is the last time we're ever going to speak about it. Yeah, yeah. Because by the time <laughs> I get back, Ben's going to be like, "Yeah, I fucking stopped." And I'm like, "But I'm finally level 12. <laughs> um, Let me play with you guys. Come on. I'm, so one thing <laughs> I haven't done that I am curious 40. about is: Have you done any dark zoning? It's it's sort of no. painted as end game ish, but they do have different ways of dealing with that. So you could technically hop in sooner rather than later. Yeah, you can do. Um, I think if I'm going to do some dark zoning, I'd rather do it with a group of yeah. people. Again, with the division, I did a lot of dark zoning, but by myself, as I experienced a lot of that game. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, what I wanted from the division two was to play with other people to experience. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's the, it is the same game as the division essentially. Yeah, it's no no different really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted you, to. You experience can shoot it in deer now. Way. That's true, and dogs and raccoons and f- foxes. foxes. Yeah. Do you like harvest Cats, them for rats. like? Nope. You just shoot them. Yep. That's weird. You can just yeah. be a bad bad man going around shooting fucking. It's easier down. to kill birds in in Division Two than Division One. The pigeons were quite hard to kill. The crows oh. are are, are bigger and easier to kill. Crows. Yeah. What is that? There's no pigeons in DC. Just crows. Yeah. What's going on? Very strange. And obviously, the crows have eaten all the dead pigeons. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, we we can move on now. This sounds political. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bird wars. Um, the most political of, of everything. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so I'm going to open another beer because I have yeah. absolutely yeah. smashed that one Same. back. Um, didn't really grow on me anymore mm. from its oh, opening sort of thing. Sure. It came a little bit easier, not a huge amount, but. I've now got two double dry hopped IPAs to choose from. One from North Brewing Company called Los Cosmonauts, and one from Wildcard Brewery, which is just called Double Dry Hopped India Pale Ale. Mm. Pick the Wildcard. Mm, the Wildcard is 7.5%. The Clip. North is 6%. Which is Clip. the Wildcard, then? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the North. The 6%. Okay. Stick around. Yeah, the same I was going to say. Yeah. That's reasonable. Boring, yes. but reasonable. Yes, but yes, I agree. Uh, so this is uh, Lost Cosmonauts from North Brewing Company. It's a double dry hopped IPA. Their flavour text is just about them. We are North Brewing Company, set up by the founders of the first craft beer bar in the UK, North Bar. This hazy, hoppy IPA is packed with mosaic and a QAnon hops and epitomises what we love about beer. Okay, brilliant. Kind of makes sense for them to put this beer in Tesco's, I suppose. Yeah, fingers crossed for that one because I want to yes. go down to Tesco and pick up some nice beers, not average yeah. or middling beers. I have got a four pack of um, Love and Hate from Vocation. Oh, nice! Oh, I nice. do like Vocation because that's a good, beers. that's a good, that's a great supermarket beer. So yeah, yeah. very good. Vocation, you can go wrong unless it's that big can of Love and Hate, then you can go wrong. Um, <laughs> yes. Lucy, what are you drinking? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the podcast might have to be sanctioned after this because we will no longer be a podcast about craft beer because Ooh. I have another magic rock beer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Rolling them out tonight. Shots <laughs> uh, fired. I actually have steaks in line, and that's why I'm. Uh, mm. <laughs> that's why I'm giving these glowing <laughs> reviews. Um, it's called Californish. You see, how are they? How are they saying this? Because is it Californishia or is it Californishire? 
California Shire. California Shire. Because I don't know. I the Yanks would American. say California Shire. Yeah, say California Shire. California yeah. Shire. Yeah. I've been dead. We'll go with that one because they are Brits. Yes. Yeah. Slash Aussies. Um, uh. It's called West Coast Pale Ale. I'm not hating on Nigeria. I'm happy for them. Still didn't drink their beers, obviously. Um, is this a collab? Well, the name California Shire, I would have. I would well, but it, it but it's a West it Coast. Bagby, pale ale, so it could yeah. just be just saying, hey, yeah, just hmm. a West Coast. IPA. It's not the West Coast of Ireland. It's the West Coast. <laughs> True. <of the> <laughs> yes. It's just got a uh, another. Oh, I don't know because this uh, the previous one had white labs and brewery keys on it. So mm. I mean, I haven't stated that it's a collab. Probably might do on the website, but it, it, not another logo that says Bagby here. Um, oh, don't know who they are. Anyway, uh, Bagby, Bagby, B A G B Y. Um, malts: Golden Promise, Wheat Malt, Crystal Light, Crystal T50, and Golden Naked Oats. Hops: T90 again. Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, and EKG slash Whole Hops. Target and Cascade. So a lot of hops in that. Uh, yeast is West Yorkshire Ale, 4.7%, and this is a 500 mil can. Like the, they typically do nowadays. Nice. Um, just for uh, for everyone's information, Bagby mm. are a brewer, Bagby Beer Company. They are in a place called Oceanside, mm. which is about halfway between San Diego and LA. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, Oceanside. So right, go. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of it, but yes. Oh, there's many Oceansides. Aren't there like bars called Oceanside? More than likely, yeah. Mm. At all. Are you ready for another beer? I'm not. Okay. Um, cool. I think um, <laughs> I might. I'm glad be someone's the... being responsible. <laughs> oh, fuck! I'm, I'm definitely not the responsible one of this group. Come on now, <laughs> living a weird, bizarre life. Um, I suscript I might be by the time you finish descri- um, cracking your beer. Like, right. I have this much yeah. left, so rather okay, than cool. pounding it. I just, so I just want to say that mine, just from the smell, mm. it smells like a like a traditional English ale. It's like, it's just very that maltiness and... Okay. It's just very it's nice. Don't I don't usually smell it nowadays. It's very nice. Mm. Mm. It smells like a pub. <laughs> <laughs> like a real ale pub. Sticky floors. <laughs> good. No, not with spoons. <laughs> wood everywhere. Yeah. Um, good, good. Mm. So you, you, you get that nose in. Um... The Lost Cosmonauts, which is a double dry hopped IPA from North Brewing Company. Uh, I am getting a nice hit on the nose of tropical fruits. Not much more. Quite light. But it's a good it's a good nose. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would have imagined maybe a bigger nose uh, from something that's been double dry hopped. But it's there. It exists. Oh. Okay. North Brewing Company of They have what have they done? This beer's much better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know which way that was going. That's yeah, it. It's fine. Like, this beer this beer is this beer is uh it's better than any of the ones I've had in Tesco, the new 
range so far. Um, Good. So pleased. <laughs> I'm getting, you know, a, a little bit of grapefruit, maybe a little bit of melon in there as well. Um, it's just a nice sort of quite light tropical fruit IPA. Mm. Um, very, very little bit of bitterness, which kind of lingers around just slightly really light. It's, 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 you know, almost not there. Maybe because I'm looking for it, I'm noticing it. But it, it sticks around. The flavour kind of is, it is lasting. It's got that nice kind of like dry grapefruit note to it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it's. I mean, it's just a nice IPA. Excellent. That's that's good. What is it? Six percent. So yeah, yeah, a good a good IPA. So I'm happy with that. Yep. I think we're all relieved because now we can go to Tesco with faith. Exactly. Well, we're gonna get good shit. I was going to say Northern, Northern Monk have only got you know New World IPA and Eternal in the supermarkets, yeah. haven't they? But, um, yeah, I mean it's 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 just a good IPA, very standard. Uh, tropical fruits there. It's not doing a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's maybe much more what I would have expected from a brewer going into a supermarket. You know, here is just a good beer. When I went into Tesco, mm-hmm. it was full of sours and I had this really fucking soupy um, milkshake IPA mm. that just didn't I just didn't like right. um, and lots of styles in the supermarket that I wouldn't expect to see which is kind of yeah. good because it should you know broaden people's horizons but if you're but going into the supermarket good, you and know? you see two beers from like Unbarred and one of them is you know the slightly odd mixed berry gelato pale mm-hmm. and the other one is whatever the other beer is because they didn't stock it in the Tesco's I went into yeah. uh, you might be maybe put off right. dependent on kind of what you're looking for perhaps uh, whereas this mm. North beer is just going to say to you great beer. they do yeah. some yeah. solid I've, IPAs as well obviously I've heard there's of an Stone IPA. in there yeah. as well there's you know there's several solid IPAs now that you can get in a, in a supermarket they don't do much more than kind of each other they yeah. vary in I kind think of that's their what you want things though, right? and their flavours but yeah yeah, very much. No, exactly. Of consistency, exactly yeah. Because, as, as you say, someone could very well be like, oh, I've heard of an IPA. I had that one IPA from Brewdog once. It was nice. And then they have this weird old gelato IPA, and it's like, this isn't what I was expecting. Let me just go back <laughs> yeah. to Carlin. Yeah. yeah. A lager. Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I think I think North have done well here to get Excellent. out just yeah. a solid IPA um, that, they're, that they're pushing with them. So, cool. Lucy, how's yours? Mm. It, it brings a smile to my face because, as I was saying, like the smell, it, it smells like a, you know, just good old English, yeah, like Cascale. Mm, like nice. it even looks like one, like you know, yeah, bit a little bit head, yeah, bit of murk. It's like orangey. Um, mm. Yeah, it tastes like that as well. I mean, I don't know why they're calling it like a West Coast. Halo. I mean, which West Coast? In, over here or in America? Or where are they on about? Um, the Danish West Coast. <laughs> yes. Uh, Perth. I don't know if that's on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, of Australia. Yeah, I don't know. I was about to ask. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that it must be the West Yorkshire um, ale Coast. yeast. That's <laughs> that's coming. I mean, it through. is called California, whatnot, right? So yeah, California. Presumably- so I think they wanted a blend of like both, like 
both UK, styles. US. Yeah, US West and Coast UK. and like a more traditional brown ale or something. But but it just it just goes straight over to that like you know English cask mm. ale like kind of things. Like you could, it, it's really good. Like if I mean, if you just went to a pub up in Yorkshire that did like really good ales. Yeah, and you didn't see the labels or anything like this. You just think, yeah, this is one of them. And yeah, it's not got a lot of carbonation. It's quite soft and like easy drinking. It just, you know, it, I I don't see where the West Coast like okay. of US comes into it at all. Like, it's not hoppy. It's it's only really got that that overwhelmingly like you know, ale-ish taste to it, so there's no, like, fruitiness or pininess, or... It's not really that bitter, either. Hmm. It's just a solid... Like slightly sort of... bitter, yeah, slightly bitter. Yeah. But yeah, I'm getting a lot of that maltiness. A lot of the malt. Um, so yeah, it's just like a traditional English ale, and, you know, you never see, like, craft brewers doing that nowadays, yeah. so... Yeah, mm. that's really... I mean, that's, that's really quite heartening. Yeah, that's why when I smelt it, I was like, "This is wow. amazing! Like, this is this is very comforting." But um, yeah, this is good. Like, I've been really impressed with these two uh, Magic Rock beers so far. So nice, good, good. Yeah. I know I did share a uh, an article uh, on the Tanked Up Discord, which obviously, if you want to read, you can go to our Out of Lives Discord and find our channel and come chat to us about beers I'll probably share it on Twitter and stuff as well just in case you don't give a shit about Discord uh, but it was about uh, changing beer trends mm. and gave like a lot of statistics about kind of like what's been changing and stuff and like more traditional ales just seem to be slowly disappearing Yeah, I, I remember um, without jumping into the article I remember it saying that when a lot of new breweries were starting to open up you would, you would often find a more traditional ale on there uh, you know, on their list of beers that they brewed, you know, it'd be one of the first beers that they tried, one of the first beers that they right. put out for people. Whereas now they're mm. moving away from them, uh, and not many people are doing it. And I think, uh, you know, we've got at least in Bristol here, people like Good Chemistry, which is still doing um, slightly more kind of like traditional beers. Uh, I think Dawkins as well yeah. do a lot more of the sort of like traditional ales and things like that. Mm. Uh, there's a few more breweries obviously in Bristol which will do them as well yeah. uh, you know it's not just kind of like the, the, the you know they're not just churning out IPAs or, or pale ales or saisons or things like that you know we've got a few breweries that are still they're still flying that flag yeah and there's always Bath yeah Bath yeah. ales mm. true. don't do anything but really I think they yes, have an IPA thing it's just not exceptional I, 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 I learned that there was actually like a uh Real ale like brewer like, t- like ten minutes down the road from me called oh, Froth yeah. Blowers. Froth like, oh, okay. Blowers. That does not yeah. sound like a real like ale brewer. <laughs> it's it, it was actually like uh, uh, what because I was like Froth Blowers. That's weird. I think they were like some like gentlemanly like charitable mm. club. Like you sure it's not just a hundred years ago? You know what? Considering it's Birmingham, it probably is. <laughs> Peaky Blinders is probably filmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, where did this come from? Um, but yeah, so. Never actually seen that bit. Yeah, it's a front. <laughs> I apologise to the owners of Froth Blowers. Like, if it's not actually a front, I do apologise. I will try and seek out your beers. Hmm. Oh, 
Good. Yes, we should we should delve into that one when we come up to see you, Lucy. Oh, we'll, we'll yeah. Try and um, maybe we'll try and find. We'll, we'll, tr- we'll try and find a yeah a, a pub that serves them. Yeah. 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 Uh, Adol, I did see you cracking a can just yeah. now. Uh, I've got the from Nomad. Um, the Supersonic Double IPA Rainforest Lime Edition. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That sounds like you know when uh, video game companies are like taking the piss and they're just like, oh, this is the double extra mega yeah. triple edition. That's what that sounds right. Like. Yeah, I mean, that's more, I, I honestly, I mean, I like what Nomad does, but that's basically why I bought this particular beer in the bottle shop. Mm. Like, I need to know. Seven point eight percent. Our magpie has flown north to the tropics for this tropical rainforest edition of Supersonic, where she's foraged and found the rare rainforest lime for the citrus edition. A little zestier and punchier than its finger lime counterpart, the flavors have combined beautifully with the bouquet of U.S. hops, mosaic, and citra to create an explosive fruit salad combination of mango, passion fruit, and citrus aromas, with a solid and slightly sweet malt backbone to support the aroma. The result is is a well, the result it should be. The results is a balanced and very drinkable dipper that makes this magpie warble with great pride and joy. So it has finger Something limes. Something about magpies. Yeah. <laughs> it has finger limes, they say in the ingredients, although their flavor text seems to suggest they're using a different lime, given that they're saying it's punchier than its finger lime counterpart. Now I'm very confused. But yeah. So it is a double IPA with limes. Nice. Cool. I was going to say I thought you'd had the you know on uh, a few weeks ago had the supersonic uh, finger lime. Yeah. Lime. So this is yeah the rainforest lime edition, um, yeah. and it smells limey. Well, that's a good start. Um, yeah. Quite like a quite a tart lime, um, not like a key lime, or like you know it, it's like a. So I, I buy the zestier, uh, punchier lime note that they said in the flavor text. It mm. has that. I thought a sip. lime was a lime, so you know oh, we're no. all learning things. <laughs> like I didn't know there was a difference between sweet well, cherry and sour cherry. When Brexit <laughs> happens, Lucy, there will be, there no, will be limes. no limes. Oh. <laughs> mm. Just this coconut. is an exceptional beer. <laughs> Exceptional. Exceptional. Ooh. Nice. Um, the the malt backbone that they blabbered on about in the text is there. <laughs> it, it initially hits you malty, then you get this rush of the the mosaic and citra and the lime, um, and then those sort of start to fade away, and you're left with a little malt, and then a nice just solid bitter hoppy finish. Um, so like one after the finish. Things start to fade, and you just have this lovely, bitter taste in, in your mouth. It doesn't dry you out. Mm. It lingers in an interesting way. Um, but there's like, yeah, it's like a rush of fruit flavors. Then so there's like a malt push, then a rush of fruit flavors, and then the lime kicks in, and then the fruits start to fade. Then the um, then the limes fade, then the malt fades. Then you're left with this lovely, just crisp, bitter. Um, lingering bitterness. It's really nice. excellent. Nice, good. Yeah. Um, and Is yeah, this that's better it. than the key key? Mm. Not the, yeah, the key the other, lime one. The finger the lime one. Finger yeah, lime. I think so. So, <laughs> I really like the the 
the lime feels like yeah i, I mean I, i'm gonna borrow from the flavor text it's like a nice punch of lime mm-hmm. like a very like distinct hey this is lime open up your eyes lime. this is lime um it's got i would say Ooh, that would hurt <laughs> yeah fair enough um <laughs> it's uh yeah it's got some the fruitiness <laughs> is actually kind of like what if you sort of added a little more tropical fruits to the melony taste of the last beer I had, but mm-hmm. but magnified the strength of all those tastes by maybe two or yeah. three. Like, this is a uh, burst of flavor. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. good. Mm-hmm. And you, um, to be honest, like, I couldn't tell it's 7.8% versus a 4.7 of the previous beer. Okay. But I, I suspect that's what's helping sort of knit things together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the key to this is that that malt is there, rounding yeah. things yeah, out. Yeah, it's balanced so, it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good. Ooh, some good beers then for round two. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Lucy, mm. I come to you next for your topic this week. What do you want to talk about? Uh, a game. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I've been playing Yoshi's Crafted World, and it's oh. magnificent. Is it? Uh, but yes, <laughs> it's just very heartwarming and fun and fuzzy, and it, it's it, it's like the magic roundabout. It has like like <laughs> stop motion, like kind of uh, like paper craft stuff in it. Mm. It's just really good, but that's not the game I'm talking about today. Oh, what? <laughs> I'll, t- <laughs> I'll talk about that probably next week because I am. You build it up. You build it trying up. Trying to. Us. <laughs> I am. Pro- I think I'm going to 100 percent it. I'm on the way to 100 okay. percent it. So that might take me a while, but I'm thoroughly enjoying that. So if anyone you talk on the about fence, it when you've done it, yeah. If anyone's yeah, on the God, fence, I, just pick it up. It's if great. I had to t- only talk about games after I finish them. Well, that's better. It'd be the be same as every other week where I don't actually talk about games. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, but the game I want to play, I mean, talk about, sorry, that I played this week and came out this week is called Photographs. And oh, okay. it's from the developer of um, games such as, uh, is it You Must Build a Boat? Yeah. And. It's is it ten million? Te- it's like one with several hundred zeros after it. I don't know if it's ten million, a hundred million, or something like that. The developer himself, Luca I Redwood, was like, um, I, I, I can't even remember the name of my own game because it's like seven zeros after <laughs> after a one. But yeah, it's basically uh, those two games were basically melding like match-free puzzle mechanics with um, like roguelike dungeon crawling and stuff like that okay. so um, his previous pedigree is pretty good it's 10 um, million is it 10 million? yeah okay so what's that 7 zeros after the 1 All yeah right. uh, yes uh, both good games are both on I think well, I th- I'm sure Android at this point iOS and Steam so yeah those are pretty good pick them up if you haven't they came out ages ago like five years ago jesus um but photographs took him four years to make um and it shows because it's a really really good game um the short pitch of it is a well i think it's on is it on steam it is on steam It, it is on steam yes it is on steam and it's on ios coming to android later it's basically a 
narrative well the separate narratives told in like little vignettes mm. and they mesh together with these puzzle mechanics um, if you've ever played these previous games like sort of very straightforward some are like match free some are like um, you know what you'd expect to work on like a mobile touch interface very simple mechanics but what he does with these mechanics is he just meshes them so well and combines them so well with like story mechanics uh, sto- mm. with storytelling sorry that it just they complement each other so well and these little vignettes um, isn't <laughs> if you're not feeling too great probably don't play this game because these stories are you know they are pretty harrowing and pretty like okay. you know sorrowful um a bit macabre right mm. <laughs> at some points there's five in total um even at the start of the game it's like it'll probably take you about 30 minutes to play through each uh, story so overall the game should probably take you no more than 3 hours depending on how mm. adept you are at solving the puzzles but so it does it, it doesn't overstate its welcome it's just it's just a very nice tight experience um nice. it's kind of hard to talk around it because i don't want to go too much into the stories which are yeah the main part of the game and because the uh, puzzles are so intrinsically you know entwined with the story um, with the stories then even the mechanics is kind of hard to talk about so mm, right, it's see. one of those where it's like hey, I don't want to spoil it for people because it, it's very low it, it, barrier it, of entry it's only like yeah, 2 it, it's something like Florence where you kind of you don't yeah. want to describe some of the mechanics where you're like mm-hmm. well you know, you're trying to piece bits of conversation, you know, puzzle a conversation together. And like, mm-hmm. well, obviously, then you know that they're having a conversation, and, and you know, so there's, there's, it is very hard to kind of describe. I understand what you mean, but if that, if, yeah. like if Florence is kind of a, for the gameplay at least, you know, that that combination between narrative and what the puzzles are actually kind of like trying to do, absolutely, that's kind of like a. a, a, a a good comparison to make then I'm, I'm in I'm yeah I'm, I'm glad to... you brought it up actually because I didn't even think about it, Florence but yeah. yeah absolutely it's just like Florence good. if Florence I've been was to find all it. heartbreak <laughs> but not um, uh, not anything uplifting but um, that's fine you need that sometimes that's okay yeah I, I mean I, I, I've been you... trying to find it on the um, Google Play Store oh it's not on sorry it's not on Android yet it's on <laughs> Steam though it's on Steam. It's on it's sale. On Steam. It's currently on sale for twenty percent off on Steam, making Ooh, it nice. seven and a half quid. Okay. Yeah, is that, I know. But... Is that Canadian dollars? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I, I know that um, mobile games are cheaper. Um, I, maybe, I actually stumbled upon this Android, earlier because I think it's. Hmm. I was just I stumbled upon it earlier this week. Didn't realize that that was a game. Uh, that you had played, and I, I, I wish listed. It was like I almost bought it just because it was on sale. I was like, this looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and it's got like beautiful pixel art from Octavi Navarro, who's um, who. If you haven't checked him out, yet, I mean, he's done art for like Thimbleweed Park. Um, nice. He's got like a few free games on itch.io, which are really fun, mm. like point and click um, adve- really short point and click adventure games, which are really cool. He's just got amazing pixel art, and just in so many, you know, he, he, he evokes so many emotions in like the characters and the scenes and the settings, and, um, and just such a small like like space to work in, like you know, it's just a few pixels. Then right. yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing, and. Um, Ben Pronti did the did the music, which which is really good as well. Yeah, it's just 
it's just as some of its parts like everything just melds together so well that just enables this kind of storytelling that you rarely see that is just so like linked to its puzzle mechanics and everything mm. makes sense nothing is too like overbearing except like some parts of the narrative which are mm. pretty horrific at times but yeah okay it's it's very approachable in terms of like its puzzle mechanics um as i say like <sighs> I'd have to give away so much of the story just to even tell you, but maybe as okay, the opening um the opening story, because you do play them in order, is uh just about this um the, the, this old papa gardener with his like granddaughter, presumably. And uh you're just like having an insight and look into the the how they were living. They were living out in the country, you know, um, living off the land, etc. And it's called photographs because every time that, you know, th there's a narration so that he's basically narrating you through how his life was, you know, how his relationship with his granddaughter was. And after every, like, um, short snippet, you take control and you, like, hover over the screen and you basically have the lens of a camera. And mm. it's um, the game's, like, instructing you to find things in the environment which... Okay. enhance like the environmental storytelling it's like oh it's instructing you to find happy memories and you're looking around the screen it's like oh they're playing chess together and it's stuff like that and then the story progresses and in between these like narrative like beats um with his narration and these you you take in literal photographs um there's these puzzle mechanics which is basically you're swiping on the screen um you have this grid, and it's basically this, you know, interpretation of their garden, and it's like you're mm. swiping, and you know, one character's going one way, you have to fit them in one place, and the other character's going the other way. It doesn't sound too interesting or exciting, but the way that the narrative then unfolds, and then different mechanics come into that like puzzle. Mm. I don't want to say anything, but it's like it's it's really it's really well done. It's it doesn't sound too you know enrapturing when when I'm you know explaining it, but the way you know Luca you know just keeps on digging into these stories and the mechanics and just evolves on that, and it makes you you know there's a tangible feel to like the mechanics when linked to the story and vice versa, and it's mm. it's really well done. It's really, it's really interesting. You don't really see many games like this, especially on my iOS. But um, yeah, it's 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 really good, and I think you know there's there's five different stories. I think some will definitely appeal to others more so than the you know other people. And at the end, there's a decision, and I think that's quite telling of what you gravitate towards in terms of your okay. life experiences and stuff like that so that's really interesting but yeah it's nice. it's not something that will like you know make you tear up and cry or anything like that but okay. it's just like oh, hot damn that, that, that some shit went down you know, in some of these stories yeah. it's like damn but yeah it's really good Excellent. really 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 recommend so, it so how nice. much was it on iOS by... it was two ninety nine on iOS 
Yeah, so that's quite a big PC tax. The twenty percent <laughs> sale being you, seven fifty. You always find that, like, yeah. I think it's just because of the market as well. Oh like, yeah, it's because it can. Like, why, why wouldn't you charge that much if people would easily pay? As long as it's under ten quid, people will pay that for a game. Yeah, and iOS, like a lot of people, are like, oh, I wouldn't pay anything for a game. Oh, yeah, no, two ninety nine, you know. So, yeah, that's why I'm really looking forward to like, you know, Apple's subscription thing because yeah they're, they're no. very curated subscription services yeah. they sort of say like yeah. hopefully those games will be available outside of the subscription service but even so i'm just glad that they're focusing more on curating a good experience because they've they, they tried to do that well they, they have succeeded in doing that to a certain extent with their whole revamp of the app store it's like these games actually get you know it's like game of the day and yeah you know mm. let's read about this developer's story and stuff like that and i do genuinely like you know find out about really good ios games that way right so yeah if they're you know delving even more into like curation that's that's only a good thing because there are some really I, completely i special mean so experiences having a look at, i mean i i the google play store is not good correct um yeah most and stores looking, aren't, you know. No, you're right. I mean, looking at it, recommended for you, I have something called Sushi Bar. Don't know what that is. Uh, I've got I think that's Uno. On Switch. Uno. Uno. That's been Uno. Always good. I mean, that's a solid Dad. game. Although I, I don't think I'd like to play it. Not with people no. in. Mm. And then Dad I've jokes. It on, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Dad you know, jokes. What is it actually? Yeah. What is it reading from my thing? Because I've downloaded some kids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, games through the app, the dad mm. jokes. Uh, Rebel Inc. Oh, that is. I've heard of that, but I don't know what Mini that Metro. Is. That's a good. That's a good that's recommendation. A good for <laughs> I have. I have played Mini Metro though. Uh, but then it's just full of like new and updated games: Clash of Clans, WWE Supercard, Idol Miner Tycoon, Soul Saver, Idol RPG. Just like, and then you know, just shut. Do, do you know what's absolutely shut? Yeah. Really funny is that I've just opened up my. Um, Play Store, and the yeah. suggested yeah. apps for me are like some random fucking fantasy hero games, the South Park game, and then yeah. ordering uh, food uh-huh. in the Netherlands. The basically the the Dutch version of Deliveroo. I haven't lived in the in the Netherlands since twenty twelve. <laughs> Maybe it knows you're going there. Um, and Mark Platz, which is the Craigslist in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> also, most Brilliant. of my life in the Netherlands, I had an iPhone. Oh, yeah, I don't understand uh, it. The, everybody's tracking you, mate. Like Apple yeah. sold your data to Google. It's all right, don't mate. Worry. Fucking everyone is tracking you. So Kim and I uh, got a Google Home Mini. Why? Why would so you let cur- it into yeah, your house? Why, yeah, that's <laughs> so. We didn't buy one. You were given them. We'd been thinking. We'd been thinking of getting the like family Spotify um, for a little while, rather than me paying for premium separately. Oh we yeah, can just get right. a cheaper version to all pay to all get premium. Yeah, which we which we did because they were saying, hey, you can get a free Google Home Mini if you do this. And we're like, uh, okay, okay. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> That's how they get so, you. Yeah. It's been. It, it's uh, to be fair, it's been brilliant because Evelyn. Is in that stage where she's constantly asking questions. She's like, "How is this made? Where does this come from? What is this?" Oh, and I'm, that's... I'm pretty okay with lots of stuff, but mm. sometimes she asks me something that I just don't know, and I can ask Google, and it will tell me 
normally from Wikipedia, so it's a little bit. This you is know, you're going down a rabbit a hole bit, here. Like this yeah, is a bad idea. Squishy about where it actually comes from, but this is a bad idea, Ben. It was turned on, and we've used it for Spotify. It's great for kids' yeah. songs on Spotify. Anyway, Kim and I <laughs> last night we were drinking, we were conversing, we were talking about loads of different things, and the conversation turned to. Um, spirituality and religion and a few other things kind of around that and we moved into like moon landings and aliens and stuff because she <laughs> had been talking to other friends about that and wanted to kind of talk to me about it so anyway in the middle of us talking about spirituality and religion out of absolutely nowhere the google mini just said i've, I've written it down the google mini just suddenly said pan pipe music will speak directly to your soul <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? Please buy this Ecuadorian huh? panpipe music <laughs> CD from said, Amazon. So I'm like, okay, what what command can I say to, to this? And I'm like, hey, Google, repeat the last thing. Yeah. It's like, I currently cannot do that. Like, uh, okay, Google, why did you suggest panpipe? It's asking, I've just said, okay, Google, so my phone is now Wait, you, charting everything I I can't read. believe you have that function on your phone. I turn that shit off immediately. I don't need to say okay, um, Google, and I've, have my I've phone. Heard, I've heard this. But when do before. I ever say that? I've, well, I've heard know. this before. I, I've, heard, I've heard people reporting that this and Alexa just randomly out yeah. of nowhere just suggest things, and it's like mm. she's listening. And with asking, you know, with Evelyn asking, like she's gonna ask what sex, and you're gonna be like, oh, never mind about that. And Google's gonna be like, well, tell us. Let, let, let me just project these uh, images of oh, the Kama Sutra it. on your bedroom doesn't wall. Even, yeah, it doesn't even tell us. <laughs> yeah. Like a, 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 a camera go. comes out of nowhere, <laughs> just a projector appears and just puts it yeah. on the wall. Like, yeah. It just it just adds some informative videos to her YouTube playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some like things Peppa for Pink kids just are just finished, and then suddenly it's just like, yeah. boom, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> They're better off just left alone and kids not knowing for like some things, you know. Yeah, yeah it definitely, What's the definitely Ebola me... virus? You know, maybe you, <laughs> we don't teach you this yet. You know, <laughs> it definitely makes me makes me think a little bit more about the you know the. the the AI uprising. <laughs> They're going to you know, kill us all. How all those little rumours. I love the chuckle that's involved with you. <laughs> well, you know, someone's got to do it. It's either a comet or robots, you know. Which one's funner? Uh, robot we comet. We can just be like, you know. Robot comet. Robot no. comet. <laughs> just well, saying. Okay. I'd prefer robot dinosaurs, but there you go. Yeah. At least you can fight them. What do you think kills the robot dinosaurs? Yes. The robot um, depends. Uh, what um, fire bows, <laughs> ice bows? It depends what robot dinosaur. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Do they have big explodey things on their backs? Oh yes. Oh, yes. I love that game. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, miss. Surely we should we should be hearing what Gorilla are doing next soon. Well, if they want me to buy a PlayStation Five, just say Horizon Two now with more dinos. <laughs> yeah, I do. It, it's, I do expect. Uh, you know, we've got all of these kind of like end of life PS4 games announced. Yeah, knowing that these things are kind of coming, I would. I would expect when the PS5 reveal event happens that you get maybe two or three uh, new game reveals to kind of go along with it. They might not be day and date 
releases mm. with the console, but you, at least you know that they're coming within sort of like six months or twelve months of when that console yeah. is going w- to release. Wait, I, want P- I, I don't want. I want the PS5 to launch with The Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima, because then <laughs> I will shit. not have to play them on my loud PS4, and I'll be happy. I'll just yes, buy a new console yeah, okay. and be like, thank you. I mean, if they, if they do, I mean, if if those two games were pushed to to I'll PS5, how many? Yeah, they just they just fucking fly out the door. People would just. Um, oh, yeah, so absolutely. Because I don't want to upgrade to a Pro, a and yeah. I don't want to clean my PS4 because I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, I don't want to play it because it's loud. Like I I notice it so much more. Like taking all of these photos in all of these games, when I look online at so many people's. You know, like photos of Horizon, or like, well, mm. you've clearly got a pro, yeah, because this looks fucking phenomenal. Um, I have to say a thing, which is, I quickly googled Guerrilla Games and got the Wikipedia entry, and there was a section called Future, and the it's literally saying it was announced that they would move to a new building on New Vide, uh, which was yep, is it a, a new building in early 2019, which was a is seven minute walk from where I used to live in Amsterdam. Oh. So I just read the, the the street and I was like, "Wait, what? That's cool." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just had to. Oh, that's cool. Yes, they have. They've they've charted, I think, on their Twitter and things the the build mm-hmm. and when they go in at certain points to have a look at that. That's good. Uh, I am. Uh, it's. I do find it's interesting. People like Duration Brewery. Uh, are also kind of undertaking their own big building project, construction project at the moment, where they're putting their brewery, uh, you know, on a very historic sort of site. And uh, I've been very, I've been getting very into developers and brewers and lots of different people moving into buildings and seeing their, you know. Why would you give a shit about buildings, their... Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about spaces at all. Um, no, it's good. It's brilliant. I fucking love it. Yeah, that's really shit. cool. Yeah, uh, I'll have to take yeah. a look at their Twitter. You'll, I don't you'll think build I one of them, them for them now. Yeah, mm. we'll build Kojima's new building, and it'll be the most impossible, longest build ever. I mean, no, you'll the problem with that is you're gonna have to instead of having a keycard access, it's just gonna be you have to win at Pachinko. <laughs> He's no, no longer with Konami. I Konami. know that's the joke. <laughs> No, it's no, just going to be, be some you can just walk weird in, other just thing. Banks of pachinko machines along the walls, just be like, "We've got all of the pachinko <laughs> machines, motherfuckers." You'd wish that it's going to be some weird, arbitrary, like, "Oh, you have to like put your left foot behind your ear," kind of weird thing, and then get your PlayStation memory card read out. Exactly, you have to speak the the, the codec, the codec <laughs> uh, uh, frequency. <laughs> That only one person knows. <laughs> that is Kojima himself. Only he may enter his small, tiny. And then tiny you have to building. bring a random celebrity with you to get their eyes <laughs> scanned. <laughs> scan all, scan all the celebrities. I'm going to open up another beer. I finished my Los Cosmonauts from North Brewing Company. Sweet. So I'm going to open up the Wildcard Brewery. Double dry hopped IPA. A double dry hopped India Pale Ale. So it says. Naturally hazy beer. It's got water, barley, wheat, oats, hops, and yeast. 7.5%. That is all we get. It's got a clock and an eye and some pencils and arrow. Mm. No, pens. pens. Oh, yeah, I've seen that quills. beer. quills. Mm. I've seen that beer. On my journeys. On your journeys. Mm. So this is, so again, I got it from Tesco. I've seen wild beer. Uh, sorry, not wild beer. 
uh, wild card brewery beer in Tesco previously. Uh, they did some bottles, which I think were called uh, King, Queen, and Jack. Jack, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I've seen maybe. something to that to that end. Yeah. So I think from the Tesco's range, obviously it's a double dry hopped IPA. You'd think you can't go wrong. It's one of the higher percentages uh, that I think that was available when I went in, at least, to the Tesco's. I don't know about the entire range of new beers that are coming out. Uh, yeah, thought I'd try this. And nice. I, I've already cracked the can, and I'm getting more off just cracking the can nose-wise than I was from the from the north. So whilst I'm here, mm. it, has, it does have a similar nose to the to the North Brewing Company. You know, a little bit of little bit of tropical fruit in there. That's about it from the nose. Oh. Hmm. Again, double dry hopped. I'd expect maybe something just a bit bigger. No. Perhaps. Yeah. Mm. Lucy, mm. what are you drinking? Um, uh, I've stopped being a sellout, and I'm um, going Boom. back to. <laughs> oh, no. I'm representing the Bristolians, uh, and I've got Ooh. a Arbor beer, Ooh. mosaic. Hey. Um, Gluten-free, single hot pale ale. I've oh, had this one before. It's a girlfriend beer. Um, yar. It's four percent. Um, heavily hopped mosaic pale ale with bold floral and tropical fruit flavors and aromas. That's it. Uh, it's the one pint can. Um, yep. Yeah, I had uno uh, pint. The, yeah, uno pint. Um, I had a. Why kick a moo cow the other Such week? Oh yeah, like that beer. A lot. It's yeah. Mm. I, I don't know what it was because I had it in the can as well. It just it, it, it's oh, it was so good. It was so so good. It just tasted nice. so yeah. fresh and like proper like like juicy and still like bitter and piney on the end. Just perfectly well balanced. So nice. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick up more why kick a moo cow and I'm gonna pick up more. Like more of the mosaic because I've had this in the uh, pint can before. Yep. Um, I think the last time I had it, I was just like, "Oh, that's not mosaic enough." But I'm going to give it another chance now because that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've had Waikiki Mukau since they went to uh, to all cans. Uh, there's a few of them I've had, mm. um, like Rocket Man and things. Rocket Man. Yeah. 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 Rocket Ooh, Man. <laughs> I was like, "What are you confused about, my friend?" Uh, I, I, I was thinking, "Is it Rocket Man?" I then thought of Elton John. There's so many, thought, yeah, it can't be Rocket Man, but it is. Yeah, I'm pretty you know, sure it, it is. is. So and also names. because of Elton John, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, "This is bad reasoning, Where's my Elton friend." Where's Elton John from? Is he from Bristol? Where's he from? Who? Elton John? Yeah. No, no. no. I don't think he's <laughs> Bristolian, is he? There's a movie Probably coming out not. that uh, a biopic on Elton John. Oh yeah, there is, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah. And Taron Egerton. Egerton? No. Um, edge egg. Edge or egg? Egerton. Edge yeah, or egg. 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 Doctor we'll Eggman. Egg. Yeah. Uh, I've lost. Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> um. He was raised in the Pinner area of London. Cool. Oh, so no. Not Bristol. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Middlesex. <laughs> born in Pinner. There we go. Pinner. I was born in London, but I know nothing about it. My sisters were born in London. Instantly and they, removed. And they don't even have... Um, 
British passports or anything uh, like that. Boo. Why would they want to? I mean, I mean, it means nothing yeah, now. They, it's worthless, isn't this it? This fucking thing used to mean something for me. Now it means nothing. <laughs> Just throw it in the bin. No, because Sell it. Light. Uh, Sell it. No, because otherwise I'd need a visa. With Sell just one either. Thing. You're going to need one that anyway. It's all right. Soon. We're not going to be able to feed everyone. They're going to get rid of us first. I, I, so because <laughs> At least. I'm going to be in Canada when April 12th rolls around. I have a suspicion that this country's not going to be here for me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like, oh, <laughs> you think the Atlantic looks play... a bit bigger? Than yeah. I don't have to play Metro Exodus anymore. I could just live it. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's I'm, fine. I'm really gonna miss my cat, but <laughs> he'll be the one we save. He'll be the only exactly. one on the dinghy. Yeah, you know, like Titanic. Cats, he'll be the one on all that. of the cats yeah. will be fine. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about the cats. They'll, they'll be the be first okay. to leave. No, but Dorian's an idiot, so he would stay as as nah, the country. Because you know, sank. like when there's um like a like a tornado or hurricane coming, like all the dogs start squealing, and the cats and they start because they can sense it. That'll happen yeah, like April eleventh, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, they'll be out craftier than you think. No, but I also know my cat. My cat literally got to the shelter because he was on a farm. And he was sleeping in the hay bales, and the hay bales were picked up, put in a truck, and then taken an hour and a half on the highway to a horse racing track. And Dorian was like, I should stay here the entire time. <laughs> so no, I don't think when the hurricane comes, metaphorically or literally, would he know what to do? It's just, he just gets absorbed, he's just like... <laughs> Makes his little fucking noise. Uh, For those who don't know, Adam's cat doesn't meow. He just he just goes, he just makes a noise. Yeah, he's got some damage to his vocal cords, so the only noise he can make sounds like he's been smoking a pack a day. Beers, the beers that we have opened. Um, I got a revelation. The wild card. I'm calling it now. Oh. This is the best beer. Hey. Uh, ever? That's good. That's it. That's it. Not ever. This is a good beer. Uh, the nose was nice. I'm getting a little bit more um, sticking my, my nose in. It, it was those tropical notes, but there was just something else kind of backing up. And when you drink it, those tropical notes are there, but you're almost getting... Um, it's 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 super super delicate uh, in its flavour, and the fruit is there, but there's almost this like tea element to it. Uh, mm. I, I can't quite put my finger on exactly what that is. Uh, it's going down super quickly, and seven point four percent, obviously. Like um, tea leaves, kind of tea. It's not like an Earl Grey IPA. Or... No, I don't know yeah. whether it's just maybe the malts. Whatever the malts are doing are, are kicking mm. through to give it just this... Like kind of leafy, like floral... Almost, just like a little herby. bit of floral. Like yeah. a little bit of herby. Yeah, yeah, something around there, which is just pulling back those tropical fruits in the flavour to just create something that kind of, you know, moves up and down and kind of mm -hmm. is a little bit uh, elusive in exactly kind of what you're getting from it. But it's very nice. It's very yeah. easy to drink. And it just invites you to have some more. Um, I seem to remember from the 
the previous wildcard uh, beers from Tesco that they were um, I don't think I've had any of them on a podcast episode I think I've just drank them at mm-hmm. home and I think all of them were kind of like yeah this is nice but it's you know it's, it's sort of uh, just not nondescript but it, it just kind of doesn't really warrant any kind of big motion about what it is essentially mm-hmm. but this yeah. just I don't know you know I'll probably find that I'll go and get a beer from like Verdant down at the bottle shop next week and mm-hmm. it'll just blow my fucking mind after yeah. all the beers I've had like all week um I, you know I hope I hope not for the for for the wild um for the wild car wild car brewery sort of uh, beer but it's mm. it's it's just doing something more yeah um I have to see kind of maybe in like 10 minutes time whether I'm still getting that, whether whatever it is that it's doing sticks around, whether it's not an influence from the previous beer kind of merging with this one a little bit, perhaps kind of on my palate, you know, with that mm. still lurking around. So we'll see. Um, yeah. But first impressions, I mean, that's good. Like, because yeah, you were completely. very hot on the last one when you said mm. that was the best beer that you've had from, well, at least Tesco. Their new yep. range, so yeah, that's good. Oh, com- completely. Mm. When I when I step into Tesco next time, even if I don't need to buy beer, I'll pick get up those. Yeah, yeah, because why not? I mean, they're cheaper, they're available. Like, I mean, guaranteed, it wouldn't wouldn't have hit my like local Tesco at the moment. But um, I mean, even just for you know for the crack of it, I might just pick them all up. But yeah. definitely make sure I pick up uh, the North and the Wild Card. Because, yeah, I've seen Completely. a lot of wildcard in, like, my beer shop. I don't know if I've actually ever picked them up. Yeah. Might have. I've never seen wildcard in a bottle shop. Yeah? I, I, see, no, I see. Never. I see. Where are they from again? They're um, London, aren't they? London. Okay. Yeah, because I've seen, like, yeah. The, yeah, Jack London. The Queen, it just says King, Lockwood, yeah. Lockwood Way, London. Doesn't mm. give you any more than that, so I don't know. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few of them. Um, because... I'm sure they used to have like other branding, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, oh, it's wildcard. Or maybe mm. I'm. There's so many wilds. <laughs> maybe yeah, I'm confusing say. them with somebody else. So, um. But yeah, yeah, I- I'll definitely pick that up. I might pick them up from like the bottle shop. See what they're like. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely do. Um, mm. Like you say, I don't know whether you have at all. Uh, over here in Bristol, seen any wild card uh, beers? Don't but think I just, so. Just said that I'd, I'd not seen them. Yeah, mm. it's only Tesco that they I can get them from. Oh, interesting. I wonder mm. how they found their way up in. Well, to be fair, the bottle shop that I go to is quite substantial, so that's probably yes. why. Yeah. Yes, bigger than any bottle shop I've ever seen in terms of their range. Of beers I was about to say, oh yes, yeah, you you stepped into there before you went to the tap room, so yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, looked in and went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then went they through have a to lot. the tap room. Yeah. yeah. But the best in the UK several several years in a row. That's Cotridge yeah. Wines for anyone who's wondering. Mm. Wants to take a trip up to the Midlands. Outside of the Midlands, there's Arbor in Bristol. Oh. And they have made a decent beer. Mosaic. I'm definitely getting the mosaic on the smell. Mm. Ooh. I don't know, is it me, or is, like, not many beers nowadays just, like, like, single hop and it's mosaic nowadays? I, I rarely see mosaic in, like, even when it's several hops. 
Yeah, it's just it's not, not as common music, as really. I used to. Yeah. No, no. I don't know whether that's uh, you know, like a juicy I, issue, an export issue. I, I yeah. think it's just um, one of those trend things because, like, possibly last year, like the pre-juice bomb season, I th- I seem to recall quite a few mosaic. Like there was a bit of a mini wave of those, and I think people are just sussing something else out. Having said that, that's one of the reasons why I really like this this Nomad because it's got mosaic in it, and like like you said, Lucy, like I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, mm. it's like my favorite op. For maybe good reasons. I, I, yeah, maybe it's because I'm not accustomed to having it as much nowadays. But yeah, the smell just brought me back. It's you know got that kind of lemony, like lavender kind of smell to it. Um, Taste wise. It's got a lot of fruit. It's got like a bit of like pineapple, mm. slightly bit of lemon in it. Okay. Yeah, some. Yeah, that's good. It, it's it's quite light. I mean, it's four point. Was it four point seven percent? No, just four percent. Sorry, yeah. and so it's really light. So maybe if it was like six, seven, I'd probably like this even more because it's. Mm. It's quite yeah, a bigger hit, and I wouldn't call it it thin. Um, I wouldn't even call it medium bodied either. It's it's somewhere between like light and medium bodied. So yeah, um, it's not got a lot of like viscosity to it. It's quite it's kind of hazy, but it's not got like that juiciness to it, which is Mm. always nice in like you know, especially in like a mosaic um, single hot beer. But but yeah, it's. It's light. It's still got a lot of fruit in it, though, which um, from four percent beer is still pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, it got a bit of pininess, bit of bitterness on the end. So yeah, it's a really well balanced beer. I think I was more impressed with Waikika Mukau at this point, but okay. Yeah, it's, I'm glad I gave it another try because it's it's still a, you know cracking beer, like especially mm. for the price and the amount that you get in. So it's very good. Nice, good. Arbor are doing good stuff, and they have been for a while. Yeah. Yes, they are. Mm. I mean, to be honest, you've reminded me that um, we've said a handful of times, um, Ben and I, that we should try and engage with them. Um, mm. But, one of the, I mean, they're one of the few breweries here in Bristol who don't have a tap room. And I think that's always been yeah. a stymieing thing. But mm. Perhaps in May, when I'm back, and have no, I will have one week of teaching and some marking and that's it. Uh, I'll just start blitzing Woo! these people. We're in summertime. We have plans. We've discussed plans, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. We've discussed. We've discussed plans. Yes. Well, yes. that's. I'm saying this could be yeah. part of plans. So. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's gluten free. Back to okay, the plans. Just, just for people who don't understand my earlier reference when I said, "Oh, it's a girlfriend beer." It was awkward timing because then it was right around when Lucy said it was 4% and I definitely wasn't trying to make that mapping. I have a running joke Mm. where when you look at menus... So first of all, usually GF and BF are standard um, acronyms for girlfriend-boyfriend. And I always, when I look at a menu and see the gluten-free item, my brain's like, girlfriend. And it's like, this is dumb. So now every time I hear gluten-free, I think (laughs) girlfriend and this is the connection I made. And I recognize that I am explaining this because obviously no one else is doing these particular leaps of logic. No, I I definitely didn't. So I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
I but, but now, a, I mean, uh, now that the connection's made, tick. <laughs> I I challenge you not to when you see GF <laughs> on a menu be like, nope, not girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. Do oh, I... you can't have it. It's for your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I don't think any of the videos I, I have, have. I don't really that. see GF on. I see V. I'm just like. Yeah, the badge. Well, stay away from that. <laughs> What's vegan? Uh, um, so the, you... the double dry hopped IPA from North is mm. vegan. No, I mean like on, on like menus. I'm usually is that like VN or VG. Or usually they will say vegan. it's a vegan, but one of the arms is a leaf. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on, on, he's not. <laughs> well, that's no, true. I'm he, not, I'm not, that's not on, on products. That is the symbol, yeah. On products, yes, but it, in menus, they usually have a key that says, and usually stores will just do it like V for vegan, and rarely do you have yeah. something that says it's veggie. They, they rarely do they like they just make vegan things or they make veggie things. Rarely do they like bother making veggie and vegan mm. things. So the key that, that says GF it means gluten free will say V means vegan or V means veggie. I had a good vegan wrap today. I just want ATT oh, yeah? all what, the what, things. What, like was it old school or was it like new school? Like what was the base base beats? It, so it was full of salad, full of hummus. Cabbage, bit of bacon. It's good. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> just sticking out the top, ready for you to just take out instantly. Yeah. Like, um, so Adol, you disappeared for a moment. Have you gone to retrieve another bear? I did. Is that what you went to yeah. do? I didn't know whether I, I missed the timing. No. No. <laughs> just um, you're going to start time. drinking it, and then we're going to talk about GF. our favourite beers. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Like, I thought we might be wrapping up. I thought I may have mistimed it. Uh, I'm having something that will sound familiar to, well, similar to Ben's initial thing, or rather our mocking of it, which is the Tiny Rebels and Bastery de Mont Saleve Mango Milkshake IPA, 4.2%. Oh, good. There is a flavor Was this the one you said that wasn't very good? (laughs) Sorry? Was this the one that you said that wasn't very good? I mean, I haven't had it yet. I mean, yeah, we all have different, you know, palettes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I grabbed when I went to the fridge because I didn't think we were having a three beer night. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, you know, for anyone kind of not quite in the know, the, the the milkshake IPA that I was talking about was, you know, a collaboration that Tiny Rebel were part of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not necessarily this beer, but, you know. Not this beer. No, definitely. <laughs> I haven't no. had this beer. Oh. Just another beer. Oh, I was just thinking of that gif when Kermit sips his tea. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> okay. Th- <laughs> so this is pure mango on the nose, hey? Yeah. So Canadian. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it? Um, is there a list of ingredients? Because the last beer, I'm like, wow, that's really mango. It's just pure puree. Um, this says ingredients, water, malted barley, malted wheat, oats, lactose, mango concentrate, hops, yeast. Concentrate. They're not even puree. Mm. Not even puree. Mm. Um, that's disappointing. Put what some can you do? concentrated mango juice. Fuck off. That is a <laughs> mango punch in the face. That's not yeah. true. It's, it's very mango-y. Um, 
in like a fruit salad way. <laughs> kind of. Uh, it almost tastes... So there's like... um, The hops are make, giving a, a sort of like an aspartame type bitterness, which makes the fruitiness Ooh, taste okay. fake. Mm. So like the bitterness is, may, is really fighting against the... Or, or maybe just that it's from concentrate, not puree, or like fresh mangoes. But like this tastes very generic mango rather than fruit mango. Mm. Um, it looks like a mango. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite. I don't know if you can tell. It's quite see through. Yeah, I mean, it's hazy, Slightly, but it's yeah. see, see through. Yeah, it's sort of like mine. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not really detecting a lot of the milkshake part. So normally, when you add the lactose, you get that sweetness, and you get a bit more of a velvety texture. Mm-hmm. And it's quite watery, yeah. to be honest. Okay. Mm. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, this is actually... Yeah, it's the thinness that, that's getting to me. So there's mm. like... The two, the, the two prongs which are disappointing are the thinness of the sort of texture and the really like genericness of the mango. Yeah. And I think the genericness okay. is actually, like I said, that, that notion of like the hops, the bittering parts of the beer are actually making it seem like it's a more bland slash fake flavor just because the nature of fake mango does have that aspartame notion and the hops nice. are, the bittering mo- parts of the beer are just kind of playing into that mm. <sighs> so what um, I, I missed what percentage was it 4.2 okay yeah so very light. light yeah yeah um, Which is funny. So they say it's a mango milkshake and a bucket load of hops, but honestly, I'm not getting a lot of, like, I'm not getting this. Like, we just shoved hops in this. I'm getting like it's bitter because there are hops, but yeah, you'd you'd, you'd kind of think maybe like if they'd have suggested a bucket load of hops, you'd maybe have that like that mango flavor with maybe a little bit of dankness, yeah, uh, like accompanying it, or a bitterness that kind of accompanied it as well. A big bitterness that accompanied it. Uh, just something more than you're getting, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it's. Yeah, I think I've said this. It's disappointing on on very much on those two factors, and the other factors are doing mm. a decent job, but those two factors are really yeah. pulling away. So yeah, I, I always find like like stuff like mango and pineapple are just quite hard to get through. Like if if you're naming a beer like a mango or pineapple beer it's i, th- I just find it well, it's quite hard for those flavors to stand out necessarily it's almost yeah. like if, if if they just you know happen upon those flavors just like organically they're just like yeah this is just a fruity ipa it's like oh i sent some mango or some pineapple in there i always find that works better than just saying yes this is a pineapple ipa yeah or mango, mango IPA. especially is kind of like a um it's like a clearly like you could describe a lot of tropical fruit flavors as mango-ish but not quite mm, and if yeah. it, even if mango is literally what you shoved in it you end up getting this generic notion of tropical fruit and, absolutely um yeah and so yeah sort of, sort of saying this is the taste it's mango kind of ends up making you fence yourself in in a way that yeah. you don't have to it's quite an elusive like flavor seemingly in beer and but, elusive. Um, I'm saying it's an illusory mango. <laughs> it is. Illusory mango? Yeah. 
Uh, given the disappointing milkshake and gelato IPAs and pale ales that we've had today, um, mm. the Garden Brewery uh, do a really cracking milkshake IPA. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, it was in a Beer 52 box. I had it in can. don't know mm. if you lot had that box as well, but I was like, oh, this don't is okay, this is okay. But when I had it on draft, it was phenomenal, so... Nice, okay. Yeah. Garden Brewery, I think it was a... I think it's a collab with... No, it's not. I think it's just the Garden Brewery. Yeah, from <laughs> Croatia. Very good. On draft, at least. Ooh, good. Ooh. Where did you have it on draft? Went to a beer festival, Taps Beer Festival. What, Lucy, I cannot believe you went to a beer festival. Yeah, last weekend, yeah. <laughs> Lucy, yeah, was, talk about Taps Beer Festival last Yeah, it was weekend. really good. It, it was, um... What's my topic, by the way? It's it, Lucy talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Adam, talk about Lucy being at yeah, Taps Beer Festival last weekend. <laughs> I remember good. that um, all those beers Lucy told me about, but instead of me remembering them, it's better if Lucy <laughs> remembers them. <laughs> Um, it, it it lasted. I think the first one was last September. I think that was the first one they ever did, and then it moved up to March, which was a nice surprise because it's like, yeah, like you know, over winter everything should just everyone hides, everyone hibernates. So yeah, um, having a festival so early in the year, yeah, it was nice, and the weather was actually good because you know the weather's been kind to us. Um, well, it was at least over the weekend, so yeah, that was good. Mm. But yeah, the there was less young people <laughs> because last year the average age was probably like 22 <laughs> and I was like well I'm a granny here um, but yeah the, the average age bumped up which was nice um, yeah great food like you know great people great great beers a lot of the same like breweries there okay um, with a few like scattered in between like like the garden um, brewery and from Croatia and Brew York were there this time. Nice. Um, don't think we were there, but yeah, the standouts were like Brew York because I think had a because all their stouts are really good, like the Tonkoko, yeah. the Milk Stout, the Kodak is Kodaka. So it's probably something like that. Kojak, Kojak Bear. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do really great stouts and had like a barrel aged. Uh, like Imperial Stout because they had like I think it's called Empress Tonkoko because they have mm. this Tonkoko range they have like milk like normal stout and then all the way up to Imperial but this Empress Tonkoko was barrel aged as well and it was like oh best beer there but um nice yeah it was really good like I'll go again next year nice mm. little venue um in the Custard Factory in Birmingham so so it's interesting because um, mm. obviously Bristol Craft Beer Festival has moved as well from the yeah. end of the summer to what is it June? June, June, Sometime 8th. In June, yeah, 8th, second June. weekend in June, I think. Um, yeah. Interesting that people are disappearing out of that end of summer kind of space to 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 jump ahead of maybe everybody else and uh, mm. and be first for sort of people. Uh, you know, trying to organise a festival in a year it's probably difficult enough but trying to organise something six months six nine months, months yeah. later crazy is, is insane it's it's absurd but obviously doable because these people have been able to, to to pull these things off so interesting to see that we're getting beer festivals a lot earlier 
than we kind of expect them or um, mm. maybe not just expect them that, 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 that they have historically kind of been towards so yeah it's making me concerned about what i'm gonna do from like august through till, <laughs> like, to like the next year <laughs> Oh well, we're gonna like, cry, just weep, yeah. weep for beer festivals. Oh no, do? I mean, we're gonna. Do, I'm gonna have no time on my hands and no job, so we'll just have the tech, the first uh, annual tanked up beer festival. Yay! We'll get it together in six months, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It might all just be random bottles and random cans bought from the bottle oh, shop. So no, I, I mean, to people, but. basically, we pick one of our two cities, and then we get like an Airbnb or something, and. Whoever's driving brings a trunk load of I'm happy beers, to do that, and then everyone else I just usually throws it in. Usually a trunk load, of, and we just have yeah. a vendor, and we invite people who are vaguely beer and or video game related to like join in on that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll we'll, we'll record you for like time. hours. Just don't worry. I know it's twenty four hours into the seventy two hour drinkathon, and so odds are we're not really gonna. In- really talk to you in a coherent way but come by have a beer it'll be good <laughs> but i've just set up, just set up a live stream oh yeah some cameras dotted around just live yeah. in the room yep. yeah i mean most of it will be us sleeping but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but also just loose oh, no. walking and going no nope. uh, walking out <laughs> but, but also couch co-op ah, we'll, we'll play some duck good, game yes. yeah some tower fall. Oh yeah, the, I, I do like the duck game. Yeah, duck duck game's coming to Switch. Duck game is great, but it's so much duck better games. with more than two people. Yeah, and I've only ever been able to play it once with four people, and it was same as bonkers. same as like Towerfall. Yeah, Ascension, all those games. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Completely, completely. So let's talk about the beers that we have drunk this week. I'm almost finished with this. Fucking wild card. Did the deal not have a topic, beer. or was his topic my topic? I, that's what, his topic, topic was was everyone's topic. Oh, that's fine. So my my <laughs> topic every week is making sure that we've done three things, and so <laughs> <laughs> and so if we haven't, then I need to come up with a thing. But it turns out that Ben and <laughs> I co-topicked to division, and then yeah. you talked about games that you were playing, and then you had another thing, so it's fine. But that's why my topic okay. was what Lucy did at the beer festival. Right. What I'm saying One is, day, I, will work out. I, I don't even have the excuse the of the dissertation and PhD guilt for not playing games, and yet I'm still not good at <laughs> playing games when I all I have is free time. Yeah, I thought your topic would be like I don't know difficulty in games or something because that's been hey, sweeping I mean, I, the internet. I mean, Adol, save it. That would be a really good topic next week. Mm. When you're, when I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yes. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So mm. for the next the next few weeks, Adam is not joining us. We are in, in le- unless it's like people. one p.m. and you're recording, and I'm like, well, I'm at home. I guess I'll have a beer. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bum, mate. Like, <laughs> mate, it won't be one p.m. for us. It'd be like no, no. My one p.m. is when you record. When I'm there. You mean you can't get wake up I'm earlier at, than one I'm p.m.? At minus oh seven. my god. And you're at zero. You're at minus seven. So I'm saying... So be Adel's lunch, be lunchtime yeah, beers for Adel. That's what I'm saying is... That's fine. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that is that I'll, is quite we'll possible. We'll record at midnight. You get up at 7 a.m. Oh, fuck off. 
<laughs> so, whilst Adler's away, we have organised a few guests. Lucy, to that's come not how time zones work. No, no, it's plus seven, not minus works. seven. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Okay, you record at midnight and I'll start drinking at seven. Ah, there we go. That's fine with me. Weather is open then. If you want to see... A live feed from Weatherspoons. Oh, God. Other spoons. Um, so, how do they get a hold of us again? No, we've got to talk about beers. Beers! Mm, My favourite beer this week was the Wildcard Brewery Double Dry Hopped IPA. Uh, the North North Brewing Company's Double Dry Hopped IPA was good. It's a, it's a, it's a good beer, 6%. Uh, the the wild card just at seven point five percent did not get the alcohol at all. It's a slightly better flavour. I'm getting a little bit more bitterness from it than I was from the north. Uh, there's a little bit more going on in that beer than there is in the north. I I mean I would pick the north up again tomorrow. It's a nice IPA, very easy to drink. And if I'm going to the supermarket, I know that I have got like. Um, Life and Death by Vocation. I got Jaipur from Thornbridge. I've got fucking Stone IPA that I can pick Some up. And North kind pill, of then like yeah. sits alongside those. It's just a very easy bit. Innocent I gun. I think I'd pick the wild card above all of them, to be fair. It's just doing a little bit more. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It, it, it kind of just stands out a little bit from everything else. Uh, I've had, not just tonight, but this week, from all of the beers that I've kind of had this week, which have all been um, Tesco-related. Available, Tesco-available beers related. Yeah. That's, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Tesco-available beers. Uh, Lucy, I'm going to come to mm. you next. Uh, what did you prefer this week? Yeah, I was going to cheat uh, today. Is it Australian? Wait, or is it not? I was going to say, really, Lucy cheating... On this particular yeah, decision, it, it never happens, does it? No, no but, never. Um, it's it, it's like, as rare I? as a deal not having a plethora of games to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna cheat. And then I was like, nah, you know, what? the mosaic is from Arbor. Uh, it's you know, it's really nice. It's oh, it, I think it's because it's four percent. It's quite light. Adil, you were going to say something? Um, like Owen? F- finish this. I, I, I have a thing to say to you about Arbor. Um. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it, I think it's because it's 4. 4% and it's quite light. I'm not getting as much of that mosaic, as much as that juice, as much as that fruitiness um, and hoppiness that I'd like. Um, I mean, it's very well balanced and well made beer, nevertheless. It just I just wish they just cranked it up a notch and made it maybe yeah. a few percent higher. But. Um, the Road Goose, Ooh. it wasn't quite the sour that I was expecting. I was expecting a bit more tart. Um, it was quite sweet, and it's quite juicy in that respect. Um, so, but it was still very nice. It was really, mm. like, getting a lot of that cherry and a lot of that fruitiness. It was quite nice, um, even though it wasn't quite what I expected. Mm. Okay. And just on that basis... I'm probably gonna go for the California Shire, yeah, uh, or California Shire, <laughs> wherever you're from, which it, it's absolutely not what it advertises on the tin, but that's not to its detriment to its like benefit because it honestly just tastes like an in- old English ale. Um, it's very malty, m- like massive malt backbone, not 
you're not really getting any fruitiness, not many much pininess that you'd expect from a West Coast pale ale. Mm. Um, bit of bitterness is on the end, but yeah, it's just like a normal cask ale. And I think if they ad- had advertised that, it's like maybe some people were like, mm, no, no. But for people like me, who you rarely see like yeah. that kind of style, it's just it's a breath of fresh air. And yeah, that's that's my favorite today. The nice California shirt. Nice. Okay. Um, Good. Before I go into my thing, um, mm-hmm. and by that I mean the beer I like the most, which everyone probably already figured out. Um, I said out. Good lord. Um, uh, and you said a. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, getting, you're, getting ready, you're getting ready to go back, aren't uh, yeah. you? Like, yeah. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> We're not going to let you back. Uh, on I believe. April 12th, um, <laughs> I, I think when I had this beer, you weren't on the episode. But the Arbor, all the Moes. You need to track that one down, Lucy. It's mm. all the all the Moes. Moes. It is. Um, Arbor had made a beer that was um, Motuera, Motueka, and Mosaic. Oh. And it's called All the Moes. And how do you spell Moes? M O apostrophe S. Okay. And Mo, and like Mo, it, Mo, it, Mo, have I had? It was my beer of that week, and it was excellent, and I was very effusive about it. Um, but. Mm. Um, you just reminded me when you were like, Mosaic's actually kind of harder to track down. It's like, well, you know what's <laughs> even harder to track down? The other ones, also them together. Um, and it was a really great beer, and so you seem to be on an Arbor kick. I think, find that one. It's really good. Okay. Um, I'm going to look out for that. Yeah. Um, for me, no, no alarms and no surprises. It's the Nomad Supersonic Dippa Rainforest Lime yeah. Edition. Um I think I may have picked the non-Rainformist Lime Edition the week I had the other Nomad, but I can't remember. Yeah, the the, the finger lime. Yeah, yeah. But this is this was just an excellent beer, and like the way mm. the hops and the fruitiness interacted made it. To be honest, I think I might have liked the Tiny Rebel Mango more if I hadn't just had such a, a superior blend of fruit and mm. and hops with yeah, a malt backbone. Like it was just. This just out, it was just outclassed, so it's like, sure. The milkshakes, my like complaint on the Tiny Rebel collab was the milkshake didn't really get come through because it just wasn't didn't have the right texture for that type of thing, and it then didn't bring all the boys to the yard. Exactly, um, mm-hmm. and then it didn't blend nearly as well Neither as this boys. other thing, um, and and so yeah, it's clearly the Nomad Supersonic Dipper. If you can track down nice. the Rainforest Lime Edition. Uh, I suspect I like it more than the other one, but again, it's been weeks since I've had the other one. But this this sure. is a really special beer. I liked it a lot. Good. Nice. Good beers. So, good beers indeed. That's all of our beers this week. Uh, if you'd like to get hold of us and talk to us about things, you can do so in lots of different ways at Tanked Up Cast. On no, Tanked Up underscore Cast on. Twitter, oh, I was going to change that. Cast. Oh. Do, do, okay. No, no, it's fine. Just say the thing. Oh, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Tanked up underscore cast on Twitter. Tanked up cast at gmail.com if you want to email us. I'm at Lover underscore 47 almost everywhere. Adler's at the Omniarch. Almost everywhere that matters. Lucy is now Juicy Loose 9. Almost everywhere. Include, in, including including Instagram. Including Instagram, where we yeah. are also. Tanks upcast. Yep. Yeah. And and Ben, 
to your credit, given that I was like, we should probably go on Insta, and then I've done, I'm the worst. I'm the worst of the three of us. I was like, we should definitely do this. And then Ben's like, okay, fine, I'll do this the right way. And Lucy's like, I'll do this occasionally. And Adele's like, why don't I forget to do this every week on <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit, though, I, 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 I'm, I'm feeling my age, though. Like, it's definitely to the detriment mm. of Twitter uh, and untapped. I'm not quite as uh, as active. You know, I've only got so much fucking time. No, that's fine. Why have we got yeah. all of this? I mean, you, you definitely. I'm want, saying right? you're doing a much better job than than I am, and I'm the one who's like, and, maybe we should do I, it. Yeah, but but you know, I I just realised like, oh, tagging people is different to hashtagging, yeah. and it's like. Lucy, you know this from every other social media platform. <laughs> why are you so old? <laughs> why do you not understand? Um, I was like, why is this person not coming up when I hashtag it? It's like, oh, I have yeah. to do the at symbol. It does make a difference. It does make a difference. Like I, the bad beers that I had from Tesco, I didn't mm. at people. I hashtag oh, yeah, them. Oh. The good beers I will have, I will at um, them okay, now to you tell can. them that they're good beers. <laughs> Because you know, yeah. you I just don't, you used don't to bring hashtag craft much, beer. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Everything, and that was a catch-all. Yep, <laughs> it is a catch-all. It definitely yeah. is a catch-all. Uh, I've yes, never so... hashtagged on Twitter. I don't think. What? You mean oh, the originator of yeah. hashtagging? Yeah, I've never done it on Twitter. I'm not sure how. <laughs> hashtag Fuck off, Twitter. I know. Um, I don't know what it exactly. No, I'm, no, I'm really stop, showing yeah. my age here. Yeah, <laughs> like. So if oh, you'd like am, to talk yeah, to us yeah. all, no, 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 I get it, yeah. go to our website. We are out of lives. <laughs> but it just seems so corny. Oh man, like, okay. I just, I just have Twitter. to take a pause and say, if you only listen to us, <laughs> this is corny. The, the past yeah. forty-five seconds are why you might want to <laughs> tune into the YouTube to see all of the facial expressions the three of us had <laughs> on that <laughs> revelation of Lucy's, because. It was choice, and it's available. You can see it if you came to our YouTube. Um, normally, I don't see, think... Don't, it's even, right. don't even watch anything no, else. No, yeah. Just scrub to the last fucking Agreed, yeah. two minutes I of this not video. One, and just see I'm that, not like. one to think to force people to think that coming to the YouTube instead of just listening to the audio matters, but this is one of those moments where it would it, it, it gives information that you don't have otherwise. Yeah. And now <laughs> Tanked Up After Hours is going to be me like thinking why I don't hashtag on Twitter. I mean, yeah, why don't you? Existential crisis? Is it because I think it's corny? Is it impersonal? I don't know. I mean, I can tell you why up until now is because you clearly didn't understand what it was because we saw that (laughs) go across your face. (laughs) It's like, I was like, how do I tweet this video? Can I tweet this video? Is this video YouTube or is it just embedded in Twitter from some (laughs) other place? It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know how to read, like, I don't know what a quote tweet is. Okay. You, yes. Anyway, <laughs> don't know anything. Um, we will you take we will take comments. our Twitter lessons but offline, so you don't do have, you to have to hear that. Unretweet. No, we're going. We're going. <laughs> but but, but also, <laughs> Ben also has written a review on a game that it might be useful oh, yes. to read. Hmm. Yes. Uh, so I didn't want to talk about it this week. I may I may talk about it next week. Uh, but I've been Please playing do. Islanders, which is a very chilled, meditative uh, settlement builder. It's, it's Brexit. It's, <laughs> it's Brexit uh, in a uh, It's, it's no deal Brexit. Go to, go to very small islands with no technology. Fuck. Uh, now yes. I want to contact the developers and say, can you just reskill this and call this no deal Brexit and have us starting from nothing? 
That's all that joke needs. There are vestiges. There are vestiges of previous civilizations, <laughs> like there's, there's there's previous actually... structures and things. Not no big bends or anything quite like that. Yeah. But hey, we already have no. our big bend. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> big bends fucking review is up on out of lives. Big bends go review. there. Go to out of lives on it to look at all that fucking shit. <laughs> Oh, oh. we've been tanked up by. We're losing steam because Epic has got a better market share. <laughs> Lime juice in your eyes. Oh, yeah, very nice. I mean, I was going to talk about the Epic co ops, but we basically say that every week anyway. So that was the. I'm glad Lucy had a secondary topic that I could. <laughs> Dump like. truck of money on their doorstep. That's it. I mean, uh, I blame everything on fucking Margaret Thatcher, so yeah. we'll end with that. Cool. Yep. <laughs> um, for another week, we've been tanked up. Dead. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no deal Brexited. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>